Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. Can we all just take a long, deep breath and enjoy how stunningly beautiful it is today? This uh, Dia de los Muertos. I, I I loved Halloween yesterday. I'll be honest, I was a little bit sad. I try I try to be sad when there aren't a lot of trick or treaters because that means they're probably out doing something else, or maybe their parents found a lot of other great activities for them and they just don't want to go door knocking uh, or go you know go door to door. But uh, I was out on my front porch last night and look. I'll be honest. Part of it is that I maybe had some scary uh, makeup on. I was uh, dressed as a uh, as a as one of the kind of one of the pirates of the Caribbean. I was a an, a ghost pirate, a skull pirate, and some kids. I, and I had to get down, you know, to their level, to a little princess or maybe a Captain America, and say, "Don't be afraid. I'm just a pirate that expired. I went past my expiration date." And they seemed to be soothed by Kit Kats and Snickers, so it all went well. But uh, it was very slow, and maybe, maybe it didn't help that I was also playing really um, scary music from like Halloween and The Shining. I just I had that on blast. It was a very quiet evening, as far as trick or treaters went. Went, but. The park across the street from my house was filled with kids running around and playing and having a great time. So the sounds of last night, the rustling leaves, it was warm. There was actually quite a magical and kind of creepy fog in my neighborhood. Like cars drove by, you could see like it looked like steam coming off the pavement. So I really enjoyed last night. I haven't posted pictures of our uh, snake bread. Every year I make snake bread, uh, which is a... a um, basically a croissant roll uh, rolled out and you fill it with your favorite meats and cheeses or whatever your sandwich fillings delights are and a little bit of mustard and some egg yolk and then you use some uh, uh, food coloring to uh, dabble in some of the uh, snake patterns and Griffin and I did some of that last night so it was nice to have my 19 year old son home from college to uh, carry out some of our traditions and watching creepy movies. Uh, They watched The Fog while I was handing out candy, and it was lovely. So I hope that you all had a wonderful Halloween. And uh, hold on a second. I know that there's a lot of folks enjoying pastries for Dia de los Muertos. I almost felt like I should wear, uh, you know, a skull candy, like the skull mask again today, but... It's a lot of work, and I, I technically didn't get to wash off all of yesterday's makeup, so there, I'm still working on that. I went into work today at the state of Illinois office for the controller and still had, like, skull makeup on. I'm like, I should really double-check my, my work here. There's a lot going on. That uh, grease paint can be a little bit thick. So what's going on, folks? Uh, what's on your mind? Uh, the biggest thing should be, have you voted? What's your voting plan? Are you talking to your friends about getting out there to vote? Whether you live in Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, any of the states. Well, if you're living anywhere, how uh, has voting gone for you? Has it gone smoothly? Are you being asked to show identification? Are you seeing folks that are trying to intimidate voters? I know that one of my friends, my friend Paul Farvar, who's been on the show before, got a letter saying that his there was a complication with his ballot and it was not counted. And so he has not been able to find out. What 
uh, he can do to challenge that or find out how to make sure. My husband said to make sure you go to the uh, Cook County Board of Elections. My friend Paul uh, was following up with the Chicago Board of Elections. So let me know if you're running into any complications because there really should not be uh, there should not be any barrier to having your voice heard in this election. 773-763-9278 is the number to join us to call or text. We have a full show coming up. You know, I've been talking a little bit about MWRD over the last few months. We've talked to several of the candidates, including Marion Sparopoulos, who is on your ballot tomorrow. I mean, on uh, Tuesday or any day that you vote, she's on your ballot. We've talked to a few of the candidates. And we also, uh, I've talked last week and yesterday about one of the candidates for MWRD, who I believe uh, shows poor judgment. And so we are going to talk to his opponent. We're going to talk to Tennille Jackson a little bit later. She's a candidate for the Green Party for MWRD. And that's going to be our conversation coming up at 530. We also have uh, coming up as well, we have uh, Mark Butner, who's also a candidate for MWRD from the Green Party. And we want to talk a little bit about the role of the Green Party in these elections. What are your thoughts when it comes to uh, vote? Because I, I think that so many progressives, what the Green Party stands for, appeals to us. On the other hand, we also get concerned. I think that we feel burned, whether it was what Ralph Nader or other campaigns where in it, as far as ideology goes, a lot we align in so many ways. We're in the same way Republicans and Libertarians, I would say, in many instances, seem to align with each other. And so how much do we give over to voting for candidates who maybe we were worried about them drawing? However, when it comes to an election like MWRD or other races down ballot, give consideration to those who have decided they're not going to be a part of the machine. They're not they're They are running outside of the system. They're totally grassroots. Give some consideration to candidates who can be in a position to make decisions that really do reflect our values. So for that reason, we're going to talk to Mark Bootner, who's running for the MWRD, as well as to Neil Jackson. And then coming up in just a little bit, coming back to our, uh, of course, our uh, Democratic Party leaders, we're going to talk to Mark Gately uh, from Kane County Dems. And uh, we're talking to him about how it's going with Get Out the Vote, what we need to do to connect with voters and make sure that we are... uh, giving opportunity to those who want to have their voices heard. We want to get the message out of what Democrats are accomplishing. And we really have accomplished so much in uh, in the last year. Uh, it, it, it's it, it, the idea that we see these uh, tweets or statements from people that Republicans are better when it comes to the economy. Show me the proof. What have they done except for say no to everything except for lowering the taxes of the richest people in this country? So that's I mean, I have seen no solutions when it comes to our infrastructure, no solutions when it comes to health care, no solutions when it comes to inflation, because inflation, they want to say that it's Democrats fault. Inflation is driven by price gouging. The rich are getting richer, and there is no way to capture that. I don't even know how we catch up at this point. So we want to talk a little bit about that. So we're going to talk to, uh, to Mark Gately, who is the chair of the Kane County Dems. And uh, excited to have that conversation with him. But 773-763-9278. What's on your mind today? Uh, I know that folks are on Twitter, are all a, a, a Twitter, about uh, Elon Musk and uh, <laughs> Ashna. Um, there's a woman named Asha, I'm sorry, Asha, uh, I can't pronounce her last name, but it's a friend of, uh, she's a friend of Renato Mariotti's and apparently Elon Musk will be charging or 
is proposing that those who have a blue check, um, they have to pay for it. Whereas right now, folks with a blue check have just been verified as that that person really is them. They're not a bot. They're legitimate in what they say, who they say they are and what they do. And some people have come to it through fame or through their work in, in different ways. But Asha posted today because they're going to start charging for this, uh, I guess, I guess he thinks uh, it's a privilege to have that. Uh, that blue check as opposed to it's a legitimate thing that folks have uh, earned along. I don't know if earned is even the right way to put it, but Asha, Asha Rangappa uh, took a screenshot of her name with the blue check next to it and just made that her banner picture. She's like, there, I was, I was verified before. I'm not paying the $20 a month. So I did the same on my Twitter account. You can follow me at Patty Vasquez, C-H-I. Again, that's Patty Vasquez, C-H-I. I was going to do ORD, but uh, I just didn't. Hey, oh, we have Dave in a moment uh, to talk about voter registration and voter ID. And again, coming up in just a few moments, we're going to talk to the King County uh, Dems chair, uh, Mark Gately, uh, about how folks are getting that momentum, either maintaining or really making that last push in this final week of uh, getting folks registered, getting folks out to vote, leading up to November 8th, when we really need to be uh, focused on gaining so much, not just here in Illinois, but also and not losing any ground in Illinois and gaining ground across the country. Hey, Dave, what's on your mind, my friend? Hey, Patty, real quick, easy one. Um, I don't know if the other counties like Kane and DuPage, but um, every year or every time the voting comes, they give you this reminder like where you're your voting, you know, polling places are and all of that stuff, and then they got your ID card in mm-hmm. there. Well, on that envelope, if you look on the front, there's a barcode. And one time I forgot the thing to, to get the card with or whatever, and the lady said, no, 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 just, you know, they got a scanner. They just scanned that barcode, and they got all your information on it. Oh, right, so they can keep track of where the ballot is? Yeah, I'm not, who you are. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not sure what happened to my friend Paul's ballot, but uh, he's trying to track down uh, on how to resolve that. But yeah, no, that, that's my understanding. There's a barcode that tracks your 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 ballot and who you are. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's when I I went to early vote. You know, not this one, but the last time I didn't have my my card with me, and I just curious, you know, because I'm in Cook. I don't know right. if the Kane County and the DuPage got it, but cool. Anyway, if they do right. got it, it's quick way so. Be well. Thank you so much for that information, Dave. Have a great evening. Uh, let's take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk to Mark Gately from the Kane County Dems. He's the chair of the Kane County Dems, and we'll see how things are going uh, out there and what folks are doing to stay energized and engaged and involved in this general election. More in a moment on Driving at Home with me, Patty Vasquez, Heartland Signal. Jonas Bezito, live, local, and progressive. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's bad enough that people don't understand the difference between news and opinion, but to let one candidate write an op-ed bashing another candidate without any real acknowledgement that they are running against one another? Good God, what's happening? Joan Esposito, weekday afternoons 2 to 5 on WCPT 820. Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT 820, where facts matter. 
Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Manaqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time. Now available at Dino's Cardinal Liquors in Gurney, Illinois, and Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park, as well as in Chicago at Jarvis Square Tavern, Rogers Park, and Garfield's Beverage Express Wicker Park. Please drink responsibly. There is so much going on right now as we head into November 8th, and I wanted to jump on the phone with the chair of the Kane Dems. We've got Mark Gately on the line with us. Hey, Mark, how is it going in Kane County? How fired up are people? It's going. Uh, people are fired up, I'm telling you. We've been phone banking, canvassing, texting. Uh, it's going really well. We just got to keep the momentum going for seven more days. Yes. And we got we got to make sure that we get every vote we can. We're fighting for everything. And make sure you talk to your friends, your neighbors, your brothers, your sisters, somebody you know is, doesn't know about voting. You need to remind them to please vote. And that's the thing, that's you know. We've been we posted a couple of days ago on my on the Facebook page for the Patty V Show page. Uh, Jerry Walski you know, put this image out there about how, you know, everyone's like, well, it's just one vote. What difference does it make? And 2016, it was 40 million people who were registered to vote and did not. And it makes a difference. And while Hillary Clinton won that election, as far as the popular vote went, it needs to be a resounding, a thundering uh, verification and victorious alarm bell of Democrats are coming to make sure that we are fighting for workers' rights. Don't you think? Yes, yes, indeed. We have lost races in King County by one vote. We've lost races by less than a handful of votes. So your vote does matter. Please vote. Get someone you know to the polls. All you need to do is vote. Don't cry. Don't complain. Just please vote. There's all kinds of ways to vote. You can vote early. You can vote on Election Day. You can still vote by mail, but you're going to need to get that uh, call into your clerk's office to get that mail ballot in. You receive the mail ballot, fill it out, sign it, and send it right back. And as far as your early voting locations, where where can people find out about where their early voting location is? So go to canevotes.org or call the King County Clerk's Office at 630-232-5990. And when you're talking to folks, you talk about phone banking, canvassing, getting out there. What are some of the issues that is are really rising to the top? What are people fired up about? Okay, so I've already canvassed over a thousand people myself mm-hmm. in uh, Kane County, and the top issue that I comes up to me is a woman's reproductive health care rights. Wow! Uh, and people are uh, in both, you know, both male and female. And they want to make sure that we we keep that here in Illinois and throughout our country. And the best way to do it is to vote for all the Democrats up and down the ticket. Every single candidate in King County is pro-choice. And that's why you start from the county board level up to the state representative, to state senator. Uh, then you move up to the countywide and in the Congress. But you, you want to elect pro-choice people at every single level of government. You know, when and I, that's how you create your bench. Yeah, that, exactly. So do you have any, do you have one of the Supreme Court races going on in Kane County? Yeah. Is, is, yep. Yeah. That's Rochford? Yes, we do. Liz Rochford. She's awesome. She's running a great campaign. Uh, she's good on all the issues that us Democrats care about. We want to make sure you vote for her and Chris Kennedy. Judges are very important because, you know, judges can overrule some of the legislation that we get passed through the state. We want to make sure it's very important to vote for Liz Roachford 
and Chris Kennedy. So, you know, I... I've had the pleasure of performing at the Arcata Speakeasy, a beautiful theater there in St. Charles, Illinois, in Kane Kane County. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And when I started performing there, uh, a story caught my attention about one of the libraries. You know, folks were getting mad about what they carried, uh, that the librarians were wearing masks. I mean, there are some folks that are getting getting contentious in your neck of the woods, aren't they? Yeah, in particular, that place, the... uh for whatever reason, they're all upset about uh, some of the things that was being some of the books that they were having at the library and the mask. It was a big issue. It was a big kind of a big blow up. Yep, that was St. Charles. We still have the election deniers in Kane County. We still have people running as election deniers. Although I, I really think that they don't believe that uh, Trump won, but uh, obviously that they're playing to a, a certain group of subset of group of Republicans, we call them mega Republicans. They're not all, uh, you know, crazy mega Republicans, but probably 30% out here are, and and it gets dangerous. We we can't have the Republican Party being taken over by mega Republicans, and that's what's happened in Kane. Left Democrats up and down the ballot and send Trump a message. And you even have ways that folks can, can participate right now, even if they don't live in Kane County. Let's say someone lives in Cook County and they feel pretty good about their their races. You know, for the most part, we have a, a solid uh, showing for Democrats. Let's say someone wants to phone bank for, let's say, Karina Villa, who I love and have worked for on her campaign before, as well as uh, Team Underwood. Tell folks how they can get involved and be a part of the phone banking. So info at canedems.org, I'll repeat it again, is our email. You email us, and I'll make sure that uh, the different campaigns get your message that you would like to help support Del Oren and uh, Karina, our rock stars. They really again, are. Info, info at canedems.org, you email us, or call us at 630-513-1588, and we'll make sure that uh, the message gets uh, pushed forward. To the people that are phone banking tonight, I know you're listening to me. I will be there. Uh, I promise you, after this interview, I'm going to head over, and we're going to be calling our ballot chase uh, people, uh, and I'll be there. So hang loose. I promise you I'll be there. I'll be there. (laughs) It sounds like you're very busy, and you have all these great events to get people involved, including a Gen Z for Underwood Phone Bank, which is on on Thursday the 3rd. Uh, Tonight, there's a – so what's the – so the KCDW monthly meeting, you have a, so is this something that's for members only or can folks uh, attend the uh, Oak Street Restaurant and Bar for the, your meeting tonight at 7? Yeah, that's, the, uh, that's my good friend Carolyn Salazar. That's the Kane County Democratic Women. Mm-hmm. We work hand in hand together, and they're having an event uh, actually not far from my house. And uh, I understand perhaps Speaker Chris Waltz will be attending. Nice. And, uh, you know. Yeah, they're they're a good active group. Um, you know, yeah. women out here are fifty two percent of the vote, and uh, it's so beautiful weather. It's it's beautiful weather. So you've got some uh, door knocking coming up as well. Whether it's labor walks, right? You've got folks that can weekend canvas in St. Charles. So all of this is available, folks, at canedems dot org. You can click on events and uh, check out their calendar for how you can get involved. Because this really is, uh, a, we are a stronghold of, of not just of, of for Democrats, but really for democracy. I am so tired of people who say that they're for freedom and, you know, for, 
because they'll now they're using words that like regular people, which we know as code words for white or, you know, I don't know how these folks think that they understand the Constitution and the Bible and yet do everything that's contrary to it. Don't you think? Yes. Uh, if you're a MAGA Republican, which you're you're basically a cult for Donald Trump. And and like I said yesterday, that I feel remnants of Nazi Germany when I think of Donald Trump, the fascism, the, the racism, uh, you know, just everything that's not good. All the violence that's coming on, the political violence, the insurrection, and it's it's just got us so disgusted that we have to work hard yep. to get us geared up, elect Democrats, put the rest, Trump and the MAGA Republicans. Yep. Is there anything you want to make sure? It's all about getting out the vote. It is about getting out the vote. Is there anything you want to make sure people know about before we let you go get back to work and show up where uh, folks are expecting you? Yes. Yes. Please vote yes for the workers' rights amendment. That's the first item on the ballot. Tell everybody, please, it has nothing to do with your taxes. That's just an old Republican trick. They're trying to scare you. They're not going to raise your taxes. The teachers uh, are all in a union here and mostly throughout the state. They don't. Of course, they would like to have uh, get fair pay, but it's for everybody in Illinois that would like to join a union. They'll have a right to join a union. That's what it is. Read the amendment. Please vote yes for workers' rights. Yes, it enshrines workers' rights in our Constitution, folks. Thank you for reminding me to hammer that home, as well as voting for funding. Well, that's more in Cook County for the Forest Preserve. That's our thing. Uh, But I'm so grateful. And for folks who want to get involved, if you live in Kane County, I mean, Mark Gately is uh, sounds like one of those guys that you want to be able to work with and fires everybody up and is a great leader. So we appreciate your time, my friend, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Of course. Take care. Go get them. Get it done. We're doing this. Thank Thank you you so much for the hard work. Appreciate it, sir. Bye. And I know Thurgood's been waiting on the line. Hey, Thurgood, what's on your mind, my friend? Yeah, well, uh, good uh, evening. I'm a faithful listener, but it's uh, election time. I wanted to call and offer my two cents on a subject matter you breached at the start of your show, and this notion of inflation and this false narrative about somehow the Biden administration being responsible for uh, inflation. Uh, and just and, and I, I think this, I was an economics major before law school. Uh, yesterday, uh, earlier in the week, Exxon was one of a number of oil companies posting record profits. Yes. Um, and this is, you know, oil is something in, involved in every, uh, you know, thing we, we do, all, all the price of gasoline, et cetera, et cetera. Now, consider this hypocrisy. I mean, the fact of the matter that the, the oil industry and the Republican Party have been drawn at the hip for, for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, Rex Tillerson was the, the chairman of Exxon. He left the Trump administration. He was secretary of state under Trump. He left it calling him a moron and refusing to retract it, please recall. Uh, but he went from being a, the chairman of Exxon to being the secretary of state. Uh, and please recall Dick Cheney uh, was uh, the CEO of Halliburton, who was very much involved in the oil industry and the, and the sham of, of the uh, Afghanistan and Iraq war and, and, and that six trillion dollar debacle. And please recall George W. Bush was a, was a failed oil man. So um, the, isn't it ironic how we want to uh, selectively wrap ourselves in the flag? But when you have oil companies that reap record profit 
uh, profit being stop, you know being defined after all the regulatory whatever impositions, record profits. They still have their tax breaks and the like. And while the company, the, the nation experiences record uh, gasoline prices and is still gripped by the the ravages of the COVID recession. So just in, so you will you will pick at Democrats and pick at Biden, but not stand up to these oil companies uh, when when you propose things like um, taxes on on uh, windfall profits. Who always opposes that? The Republicans. So it's so people need to wake up and understand that much of this inflation is driven by oil prices, uh, the price gouging, if you will. And, oh, by the way, who, who wants to talk about the salaries of, of the U.S. executives that far out uh, match yes. any other Western industrial society, more billionaires, all those things um, uh, contribute, if you will, to the prices of things. Look at the wealth of Mr. Bezos and Amazon and the like. But when we talk about the prospects of raising monies for workers, when we talk about the prospect of raising money for government retirees, when we talk about investing in our schools and infrastructure somehow, there is no money. So let's not be fooled and go to the polls and support the Democrats in the coming midterm. Get it, Thurgood. Thank you so much. I agree with everything. No questions. Sure. <laughs> Appreciate it, Thurgood. Have a great week. Sure. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take another call from Ken before we go to the traffic break. Hey, Ken, what's on your mind, my friend? Yeah, hey, Patty. A uh, uh, caller before the last one was talking about the uh, labor um, amendment. Yes, the workers' rights. I support, uh, yeah, the workers' rights. And um, I was listening on Sunday uh, on Out Chicago, a, a caller called in and said he wasn't going to support it because of the history of, of unions uh, discriminating against minorities. And I know that history is there. I don't know. I'm no expert on it. I don't know what what the current situation is, but I feel like maybe they don't address that history well enough to encourage people. And I wanted to see if you could say something, or if you had a call, or if a caller could call in, you know, to to refute that I, argument. I know that there's one. I, I know that we have a good friend. I know we have a friend of the show who listens regularly who does have issues with the workers' rights uh, amendment in in regards to the history of it. I, I think that that's something that continues to be a work in pro- like anything else. Look, I, I like you maybe have been listening to the Supreme Court hearing uh, and the. Uh, affirmative action uh, arguments. And I think that people are still struggling with what what can they do to be better? And I think the unions are working very hard every day. And I think that there are still flaws. Uh, I think that this amendment is for the better. And I think that all of it comes with the improvements come with enshrining workers' rights in our Constitution. So that's really the best I can say because I, that argument that he brings up is never... I, I've been in a union since uh, since 2000 and have not felt those issues myself, I, but I can't speak for other people, including the listener that, that often calls in to say that they do not support it. I've got to run to the traffic. Uh, thank you so much, Ken. Have a great rest of your evening. Okay, my friend? All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, let's take a break here. Let me... I think it's just... There's new information. Explosive new information. It's how every day starts. Need for information. Get the info you need from Santita Jackson. Weekday morning starting at 6 on WCPT 820. Because facts matter. You're listening to WCPT 820. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. 
You know, last week I was uh, talking about the race for MWRD, and this is truly an office that folks know very little about. And our guest, uh, this is a sponsored segment by the Green Party. I want to welcome to Neil Jackson, who's running to be a commissioner for the MWRD. And I appreciate that she wants to get out there and make sure people are aware of what this office does and how they can get involved. Welcome to our show, Neil. How are you doing today? Hello? Oh, this is Mark Fittner. Oh, I'm so sorry. We've got these flipped around. Did I I might have did I not send you Miss Jackson's information? Let's let's flip this around and we'll do <laughs> I'll do this one first. We uh, we have some new uh, segments that we're rolling through, so I hope that Tanil can do the uh, five forty five. And I've got I've got Mark Butner on right now. How do I pronounce your last name, sir? Okay. Yes. Bittner. Bittner. Like Thank you. B-I-T-T-N-E-R. Appreciate that. Thank you so much, Mr. Bittner. And I uh, appreciate your rolling with this. Uh, so we have Mark Bittner on the line, who is also running for MWRD. And now I have to pull up your information. First of all, welcome to the show. What got you interested in running for MWRD? I have been in the wastewater uh, business for about 14 years. I have a degree from New Mexico State University in water technology, and I worked for the MWD for the past nine years. And, um, you know, it's about cleaning water. It's about uh, protecting the environment. It's about uh, keeping a basic service for civilization going. And that's the thing is that, like, folks see that on the ballot. And, and what, in your mind, has been traditionally the way folks vote for MWRD, do you think? I mean, we go in there. It seems like a lot of folks get in there because it's their stepping stone to some other office. They want to have that credential rather than having the experience. Is, is that kind of or do you not want to talk about that kind of uh, point of view? Because <laughs> I, I yes. am. There have, there have been people appointed with very little experience in the business, and they seem to be appointed, and then they hold one or two or three terms, and then they move on to another office. Yeah. And so, so yes, it is a stepping stone. And I think one of them ran for state assessor this last time and did not win in the primary. Um, so, so, yes, that, that is really what a lot of people think it is. Well, not just, not just what, be- yeah, not, not just what they think it is. There's organizations that like put their candidates up as like it's sort of like this long term plan, rather than getting in there rolling their sleeves up and having the experience that you do. So, what got you involved in environmental uh, concerns and and uh, goals in mind to make sure that we are aware of our climate, of what where our water goes and how we can do better. You know, a hundred years ago, I was a Boy Scout, and I can remember the Clean Water Act passing in 1972. And so I, I canoed on a lot of rivers and I uh, knew a lot of lakes. And actually my father um, worked for American Air Filters and sold a lot of air filters to um, steel mills and a lot of other coal mines and a lot of other factories. So he was involved in, in cleaning the environment. So I kind of, and I've always been kind of uh, biological and microbiological type of guy. And I was a forestry major at one time, and I was a plant pathology major at one time in horticulture. So, yeah, I have a real feel for, you know, what's going around us and what's happening. And there's, a, you know, a real climate resiliency type of look we need to put into the MWRD. 
No kidding. I mean, and folks don't even know about it. One of the things that appeals to me about the Green Party's platform in regards to MWRD is how to engage people. To Because when you know what your impact is, the more likely you are to be mindful of it, right? What are some of your plans to engage folks in their everyday lives to be aware of both their environment, how they use water, and what happens to it? Well, you know, my three points, one of my top points is give us our rivers back. You know, the MDRD has a current um, problem with processing a lot of their waste. And when it rains half an inch, they have to dump straight into the river, both uh, stormwater sewer and the uh, sanitary sewer. And that is not real good for boating, swimming or fishing. So I would really like to get back to, to having our rivers. And actually, they opened um, a kayak launch in Brookfield last week, along with uh, a bunch of people. And I live close to the two blocks from the Deathlands River, and there used to be a, camp, a Methodist camp there hmm. uh, for a long time ago. And I would love to get a boat launch there. And I would also love to see people catch some fish. I yes. see guys fishing, but I don't ever see them catch any fish. Yeah. Um, but I have seen a couple of carp and a couple of beaver in the river. So, you know, there's a possibility of cleaning up the river. Um, you know, basement flooding is still a real problem. And that stormwater is a big part of the MWRD and stormwater containment. And, you know, the third part is tax money. Our t- there's tax money from all over the place going into the MWRD, not only property taxes, but um city utility taxes and federal and state grants and all kinds of things. So I, I you know, I'm not going to make any miracles in the first year, but I would be able to guide to ask some questions and motivate some people and try to get it so that, you know, people on the, on the neighborhood level could say, Hey, you know, these guys are doing something for us. Well, we kind of started this conversation about the people that seem to seek this office as a stepping stone, and it leads folks to wonder why it is an elected position to begin with. And you kind of touched on it with it being a tax bot, a taxing body. Is that should the MWRD positions be elected, or should this be an experience based job? You know, I I don't remember, but I have a feeling that at one time. It was an appointed position from, um, I thought it was the city of Chicago that was appointing a lot of people to the board and to a lot of positions, kind of like the parks, the city, city of Chicago parks. But that was probably, oh, 40 or 50 years ago. Um, you know, elected positions are a good thing. The school board, city of Chicago school board is going to open up for elected positions. And... Sometimes with elected positions, you can ask people questions before they get elected and, you know, find out what they're going to do and hold them up slightly accountable. Sure. But people don't even know about this position. That's why I want to make sure people know about you and your race. Again, we're talking to Mark Bittner, who is running for MWRD, which leads me to another question about. So there are a couple of categories, right, for where you are on the ballot, because uh, someone was telling me that you and Tanil are running against each other, but you are not because there are no. the the different lengths of the job. Right. Let us know about that. The, those categories. So traditionally. When someone retires or something like that, at the end of their term, it's a six-year term. I am running for the six-year term. Um, Tonil is running for 
an unexpired piece of a term that Deborah Shore got promoted to the regional EPA about a year ago, and someone else was filling in for her. She didn't win her primary, so there's still a two-year piece of Deborah Shore's um, position left open. So, so Tony Neal is is going for that one, and I am going for the for the six year. And on the ballot, it says Metropolitan Water Reclamation District. Uh, nowhere does it say MWRD. Yeah, that's probably um, a good point to make. Yeah, look for <laughs> to tell people about that too. Yes. And I am number fifty-five, and she is number fifty-seven. Vote 55 for Mark Bittner, 50. right? 55 for you. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and I and I, I voted for you, Desiree. I know you don't have to say who you voted for, but I voted. I voted yesterday. I was very excited because uh, I do think. Before we go, tell folks about the importance of the Green Party and what the mission is. The Green Party doesn't take any corporate money for campaigns or financing. The Green Party is very much a neighborhood and. Um, you know, equity type of organization that wants to help everybody and get a lot of people organized. And I, I think that the Green Party could could win. And in fact, I mean, in Germany, they're the third largest party and, and they've taken over a lot of sp- spots. So I think it's a very viable option as far as a third party. Outstanding. Again, we've been talking to Mark Bittner. It's a punch number forty, number fifty-five, 55. On, number fifty-five on your ballot for w- Metropolitan Water Reclamation District. Thank you so much. We look forward to it, and uh, and we look forward to talking to you again in your position. Just saying. Just Thank right. you so much for the time. Uh, absolutely. Right. Go get them. Take care. Let's take a break okay. here, and when we come back, we'll talk to Toniel Jackson in her bid for MWRD Metropolitan Water Reclamation District for the Green Party as well. WCPT 820, Chicago's progressive talk, where facts matter. We are running a little bit behind on our interview with Tennille Jackson, who's also a Green Party candidate for the Metropolitan Water Reclamation District office and uh, for the commissioner. And this is the unexpired seat, correct? Is that right, Tennille? That's absolutely correct. Now, I know you're out there uh, working hard, making sure people know about you and why you're on the ballot. Tell us a little bit about your background and why you want to be the commissioner on the, on the MWRD. Absolutely. So I am an organizer. So me, grassroots democracy, like how the Green Party believes in, we are one in the same. So I'm a person who, I'm an organizer, I'm a, I'm a lover of the environment, and so I am all about wanting to do whatever we can do to get our, our water cleaner to make sure that our environment is safer. So that's really what I am trying to do through my educated and empowered campaign. And that's what I think is so crucial. We've talked about the Metropolitan Water Reclamation District several times on this show, and a lot of people don't know what you're responsible for. And a lot of what drives you in this campaign is engaging people and informing them. Tell us a little bit about some of the things they should know about their impact and their their power when it comes to our environment. Absolutely. Um, that's one of the main things that you just said, which is the fact that many people don't even know what MWRD is, Metropolitan Water Reclamation District. They don't understand what the MWRD does, much less the commissioners. So many times people believe that or they, they confuse MWRD duties with the water company. You know, and so they're asking people about the lead in the water or they're asking about cleaning and drinking water, but that is not what the MWRD is responsible. Well, we are 
people for treating your wastewater, your water, trying to help with flood prevention. And so it is very important, as you just said, that we are able to engage with the community. And that's one of the things that I really want to be able to do, get the community more involved so that they can understand that there are things that they can do to help to protect our waterways and help to protect our environment, such as, you know, with climate change and even like one of the things, too, with water, they have a, the MWRD has a stream management program where if a, a resident, so you don't have to have a title, but if you happen to go by a stream of water and if there is debris in it, there is a number, a hotline that you can call to get it removed, and many people don't know that. So you're out jogging and you see the debris, there's actually some things you can do. And so, again, one of the things that I really want to do is kind of inform the community of the number of ways that they can help to protect our waterways. And that's what, you know, people really, you know, they feel sometimes like they're helpless, whether it's, you know, as you mentioned, the the kind of uh, pollution we have in our waterways and when their basements get flooded. What kind of what kind of role does MWRD have when it comes to the especially about six weeks ago on the northwest side? The majority of the flooding that happened in that heavy rain hit communities like Jefferson Park and Portage Park. What are some of the things that you would want to make sure people know about in regards to that? Well, really just knowing what you can do. Um, sometimes, here's the thing, is there are things that's called natural disasters for a reason, right? No matter what we do, there are going to be times where hurricanes or floods just hit. But in terms of knowing how to be better prepared, maybe how to safeguard your basement, um, so that way when the floods happen, that you don't have to have as much damage occur to you. So, you know, knowing how to have your basement, um, you know, stored so that way if you have papers or anything that's of value that they won't get damaged in with that water and water happens and that flood happens. Yeah, that's the thing is that, that folks, you know, they, they feel that's one of those moments where, you know, nature runs headlong into the way we want to live our lives and people feel really helpless. And, I, and that's why I appreciate so much of what you're getting out there and doing is informing people and educating them. What's some of you tell folks about your background and how that lends to your strength as a commissioner on the Metropolitan Water Reclamation Department? Absolutely. So I am actually an entrepreneur. I specialize in the literary community. I'm a national and international award-winning author. And so as a commissioner, one of our top uh, priorities is to be able to help to write policies and procedures that want to help to protect the water environment. So as an award-winning author, two of my strengths are being able to write and research. And being, being an entrepreneur, I've been on my own business, so I know a thing or two about budget. I have a master's degree in business administration, and then in terms of just grassroots, um, you know, being able to interact with the community, that's how I'm able to get things going with my organization. So knowing how to promote, Commissioner Clay was one quoted as saying that the MWRD is the most important agency that no one knows about. And so one of the things that I'm trying to do through my Educated and Empowered campaign is to heighten the awareness about the MWRD the importance of it and what people, what the residents will be able to do to make a difference.
Well, that's one of the reasons that I, you know, that's one of the things I was talking to Mark Bittner about was, you know, people who have run uh, from the institutional, uh, the institutions that are recognizable, right, is they often put their power players or someone that they want to give a favor to and they slate them. I mean, you're coming from the outside against established organizations like the 38th Ward Dems who want essentially want to build a little empire. You're coming from the outside. What kind of obstacles and barriers have you run into? Well, you know what, just that, the fact that being the third party, uh, being green, many people don't even know that the green party exists. So that in and of itself, helping to bring awareness and exposure to the green party is one of the obstacles that I've taken head on. And I've been able to make headway getting on interviews like shows like yours, as well as WTCW. You really just have to try to take the media by storm as well as you can, because even uh, with the mainstream media, a lot of times it's hard to get their attention because they feel like that since we are not a major party, that we are not newsworthy. And I won't call out any names who did not return calls, but let's just suffice it to say that all major news uh, media was not, they were not pretty at returning phone calls or granting interviews. And so when you only have the major uh, parties getting covered, then it puts a slant because it's like the media is the message, right? So constituents, if they're only seeing Republicans and Democrats in the news, then they only feel that only Republicans and Democrats are running. And so that's one of the things that we have been doing is really trying to, you know, befriend some of the media so they can know that there is a such thing as a Green Party and we are worth covering as well. And if there was any category, any race that I think, and friends of mine have said this to me, they were like, well, MWRD shouldn't necessarily be political. It should be people who have a vision. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, in addition to the fact that uh, the democratically slated uh, candidate, it has absolutely no background and has no standing to be in this race. And and from what I'm seeing from you and hearing from you, I would be more invested in, and in, in not, I'm not invested, I already voted yesterday. Uh, punch number 57 for Tennille Jackson. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm out, I'm ready to go out there and hand out, uh, I, I want to find out where some of the, the strongest polling places are so I can hand out material because it, it is true, we need to get the word out there for the Green Party and, and especially in a race like this. But like I said, friends of mine are like, I'm, they're more inclined to look at the Green Party when it comes to environmental issues because they know that you're invested in it. Where'd you grow up, Tennille? South side of Chicago. Born and raised on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> Where'd you go to high school? I graduated from Finger Academy, which is in the Roseland area, yeah. and I went to DePaul University, so I got my, my bachelor's degree from DePaul University and my master's degree from University of Phoenix, right downtown in Chicago. And how can people get involved if they want to help out with your campaign? Whether it's donating Absolutely. time. I hope yep. that they- Go ahead. Yeah, whether it's time, money, whatever they are able to donate, we would love them to go to MWRD Greens with an S. So MWRDGREENS dot org. Excellent. Well, I wish you the very best. Was there anything you wanted to make sure you said during our interview that I haven't asked already? I don't want to leave anything on the table for you. No, you have been great. Thank you so much. But as you said, I just really want when people go out to remember to vote for the green candidates, vote for Tamil Jackson, Punch 57, Mark Bittner, Punch 55. But definitely we want to get some new blood, some green blood, if you will, in that mix, in that MWRD 
commissioner spot. So thank you so much for this time. But don't forget to punch 57 when you go to the polls. Thank you so much. Go get them. You got a lot of work. There's still daylight out there, so now you got work to do. I will talk to you soon. Let's get you let's get you back on before Tuesday. Just saying. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Patty. Absolutely. Take care. And uh, again, folks, uh, you know, consider the Green Party on your ballot uh, when you go to when you go to vote. Thank you to the Green Party for your sponsorship as well at WCPT. Uh, we are really here to make sure the grassroots voices are heard. And that's what you heard from Mark Bittner and from Tennille Jackson and their bids to be uh, commissioners on the Metropolitan Water Reclamation District. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Lady B. Mike Crutes up next with the Devil's Advocates. Have a lovely, beautiful night.